Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, welcome to a free fishing weekend. No license required, but you will need a free ROLP, Recreational Offshore Landing Permit, and I'll tell you how to get that a little bit later, if you're going to be fishing offshore today and tomorrow on the free basis. It's also today in Alabama for both residents and non-residents, in fact, both states, uh, you're welcome to fish. I do have to obey by all the creel limits and other regulations, but no license required. Well, we've got a busy show this morning, probably be the most outdoor information you can jam into two hours. It's a fishing rodeo weekend, and want to wish good luck to those participating in the Swole Fest Rodeo going on at Grand Isle Marina. Stop by there and see Rad Trasher from CCA. He's going to be the Waymaster. Speaking of Waymasters, I will be one also today at the Archbishop Rummel Rodeo and Family Fest. You can come by the school grounds on Severn Avenue in Metairie. We'll be set up underneath the gym for two to five weigh-in of the fish, and we'll also have a 2 to 6 p.m. family festival where there'll be food and a casting contest for the kids, inflatables, games, and uh, lots more rodeos ahead to tell you about in the coming weeks. Well, have you heard there's been another invasive species discovered in Louisiana for the first time, and it's uh, none too pretty. We'll tell you about that, and what action you would need to take should you come across one. Also, we'll have CCA Director David Cress on. He's going to come on to wrap up this legislative session that just shut down. Also talk about a very special reef dedication they'll be doing next week. And you'll also hear upcoming uh, some tips and advice from our professional fish finders, we call them. And we invite you to share your personal fishing reports, your comments, your questions, and you can do that by using our live in-studio text line, 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Tell us who you are, where you are, and what you got going on on a Saturday morning in the great outdoors. And you know every week we talk about bad boys and girls of the outdoors. Well, this morning we've got a tale of a very trashy bad boy of the outdoors and at the same time, a very tragic story of the drowning death of a St. Francisville woman that never should have happened. We'll tell you the five critical mistakes that led to a very sad ending. And this weekend, beware of the midges. Not midgets, midges. They are swarming right now. And by the way, that is one of the most aggravating insects you'll ever find. They can really mess up a windshield. But what would you consider the most aggravating insect? Would it be... Mosquitoes, horseflies, deerflies, sandflies, gnats, those midgets, or sometimes the common houseflies bite. 
Which one would you consider the most aggravating when you're in the outer doors? 504-260-1870. You can text us that. Your coastal marine forecast looks like this if you're headed out, and this is a weekend to fish offshore. If you want to get out and get some of those red snapper like I did last week, boy, this is the time for it. Got about a one-foot sea out there, light southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots offshore, as well as inshore. Both today and tomorrow, you probably got about a 40% chance of rain. It's summertime in the Gulf Coast. They pop up here. They pop up there. They go away. Uh, talk to my buddy Frankie Dunway. He got trapped. You know, sometimes you get out there and you see black clouds to the right and to the left and on the side and behind you, and there's always a, a way out. Well, sometimes there is no way out. They surround you and you just get a, a nice cool shower on a hot day. And speaking of that, going to be hot out there. We're headed for the 90s, so uh, take all your precautions for summertime. Tidal range is almost a foot, and the Mississippi River is low. It's 4.5, so is the Atchafalaya. We'll get Jeff Brule to tell us what uh, that all means for you freshwater fishermen over there in the basin area. Jeff, by the way, is headed to Delacroix. He's been working over some fish over there. In fact, he may get to uh, update us before we go off the air on his uh, live fishing report that's coming up. We're also going to be back to talk to Robbie Campo at Shell Beach. That has been a busy hub over the last couple of weeks. We'll find out what the story is from Robbie Campo. That's all coming up next right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And let's uh, take a little trip down to Shell Beach and St. Bernard Parish and chat with Robbie Campo. Robbie, uh, we, we got a swarm of midges out there. I don't know if you've encountered those, but, boy, they can mess up a windshield. And we're talking to people about what is the most aggravating insect out there. And, boy, we got a lot of them. We got the yellow flies or deer flies, the <laughs> greenhead sand flies, black horse flies, mosquitoes. But uh, you guys, I think, get the crown for gnats. Uh, that, that's got to be one of the worst. Well, you know, Don, Shell Beach, and Hopedale have been noted for years for the, you know, being the the king castle of having gnats around. Because gnats is just the, you know, this place is oh god. <laughs> but I'm but look, as it's getting hot. 
matter. That's, uh, you know, we're starting to get these 70, 75-degree mornings. We're not – we're seeing the gnats go. You're not going to have any more gnats. Um, uh, the, the blind mosquitoes, as we call them, the midges, uh, the, you know, you'll see those in the evening on a four-lane, uh, but we still deal with the uh, yellow fly, what we call deer flies and sand flies. There's always something down here eating on you, so <laughs> be prepared for that. That's why I tell these people – you know, they, they they say, why you wear long pants all the time? I said, I don't like to be <laughs> bit by these flies. It's, it's always something biting on you down here. And uh, you know, and and as and as as wonderful as a place as place is, it's you always have something down here that wants to eat on you. So, but but you know, I'll tell you what else is eating is these speckled trout. Speckled trout did really really well this uh this past week, Don. I mean, the sound has just been on fire, man. It's been a it's been a great week of fishing, um, and they even caught some fish right here uh, in Shell Beach uh, over by the Buff Cut. But that was in the evening when the water started to fall. They caught these fish over by the Buff Cut and over by St. Malo. So, um, if you're going to try to fish uh, a falling tide, you'll have some falling tide this morning. And then the tide's going to start coming back in, and then you know you'll have falling tide this evening. So um, if you you know you want to stay close, that's an option also. And it wasn't real big, big trout, but it, you know it was twelve and enough, and and you know and it was plenty of them. So with that said, if you're heading down this way today, uh, Rich Cabaret is having their rodeo down at Sweetwater Marina. Uh, it's it's going to be busy down here. It is busy. <laughs> it's going to be busy. Delacro is going to be crazy. Uh, so just be patient, people, and and you know, just they'll get you in. They're going to get you out, and we're going to do the same thing for you. So just be patient. Lines are long. I, I get it. But uh, if you're coming down this way this morning, live shrimp. We have a good stock of them today. So I think I think we'll be all right this morning. So. If you come into St. Bernard, hook the left at the bridge, and come on see us at Campos, and you can get your breakfast biscuit by Tiwi's. They open, ready to go. Uh, so, yeah, we got you. Just come on down. Sounds good. Robbie, if you should be running very low on shrimp uh, for some reason in the next hour or so, give me a, shoot me a text, and I'll let people know to pick I, up their bait on the way down instead. Yes, sir, I will do that. I promise you. All right, I just want to let you know that 6.87-pound trout that was weighed in at your marina is still leading the, the star tournament right now. It's the biggest overall, as a matter of fact. Yeah, uh, well, actually, that guy had caught that fish in a kayak, and I think he switched uh, divisions. But, um, yes, it, I, was a, I was caught right there by the Hopedale Dam, actually. So, uh, And, you know, Don, as, long, as this water's starting to heat up, um, you know, people are catching on to the slide caulk thing. It's, you know, especially fishing around these rigs, and it's and it's really working. So, if you don't know how to use the slide caulk, it's a very effective tool at this time of the year. Um, you know, you got to get that get that bait down to the bottom where these bigger fish are starting to sink, and they want to stay closer to the air conditioner. And the air conditioner for an animal is closer to the closer to the bottom, especially a fish. So, if you uh, if you get acquainted with the, you get you gotta you gotta know what the slide caulk's about because it's a very effective tool at this time of the year. So I would encourage everyone to learn about it and and use it. Uh, everybody says, well, why can't Carolina rig? Because we got flow pipes down there. You're gonna get hung up in the flow pipes. That's why you don't want to use a Carolina rig around those 
around those rigs on the bottom because you're going to get hung up in the pipes. Now, if you feel like tying hooks all morning, that's on you. But uh, I, I prefer not to be tying hooks all day. So uh, learn about it, and it, and it works. Great tip. Slide and cork. Don't leave home without it. Robbie, thanks for the report, Absolutely. my friend, and uh, keep me updated on the shrimp situation. Will do, buddy. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All righty. That's Robbie Campo, Campos Marine in Shell Beach. All right, we got some rodeos going on. The Swole Fest in Grand Isle, the Archbishop Rummel Rodeo is going on. The weigh-in's going to be from 2 to 5, and I will be the weighmaster there. I've been doing it, I don't know, I think 21, 22 years now. Stop by there and see me and uh, bring your fish and participate and bring those kids because there's going to be lots of adult beverages for the adults and for the kids, casting competition, inflatables, games, and uh, some really good food there. By the way, it's a free fishing weekend, if you haven't heard, today and tomorrow in Louisiana. Now, if you're going to go offshore, you need that ROLP in addition to a regular license. Well, you don't need a license this weekend, but you do need the ROLP, and if you go online, you can do the free fishing weekend option and get your free ROLP because it does ask you about your license number. You won't need to use that. There's an option where if you're going to be fishing for free, you can do that offshore as well. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to catch up with Jeff Brule, find out where he's fishing this weekend, get some reports on uh, Delacroix, Mississippi River, Chafalaya Basins, Lock 1, the North Shore Rivers. He covers it all for us, and we're back with him right after this pause. On the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, the bass presents quite a challenge, that big boss bass. And that report with Jeff Brule is brought to you by Pure Fishing in Berkeley, the makers of those power bait jigs. The power bait flavor attracts more fish, keeps them holding on longer, and gives you time to set that hook. With power bait jigs, Berkeley's done the science. Now you catch the fish. Jeff Brule joins us. And, Jeff, a place a lot of people have been talking about the comeback of is Delacro. Let's start off there. What's been going on? Yeah, my cousins Scott and Hudson Sarter had a good trip. A couple of weeks ago we went. Uh, the wind picked up, and it just made it hard to fish the areas of bass we're at. Uh, first, Don, I need to know where I can get one of those DNA test kits because I don't think my cousins got that brule fishing gene. They, uh, <laughs> they called, we I don't know if they bass, test for that. <laughs> yeah, they don't test for that. The thing I is we think. caught six bass, but they they missed a bunch. And, and honestly, it's experience, not genetics. Uh, I caught a bass on a point, and I handed Hudson a Texas rig. I told him, throw it across that point. And he, he did. He hopped it one time, and his line swam to the left, and it swam back to the right. And I said, you know, you got a fish. So he just started reeling. He didn't set the hook. And 
he real debate and asked him if he ever fished a Texas rig, and he just said no, sir. So, like I said, it's experience. It takes takes a little learning curve. To, to Maybe he thought he just had some of that swimming line, huh? <laughs> yeah, could have been. You know, don't watch your line. What look at the birds and all that. You know, don't pay attention. But it is good. We they did catch fish. So overall, the grass is back down there, Grand Lake, to Oak River. Uh, again, the wind was blowing so hard we couldn't fish the grass lines out in the lake, which I believe were most of the fish were at. Because we did well for about the first hour, and then when the wind turned on, we did just a slow bite here, there. But uh, overall, just uh, good reports from that area. Uh, Spinnerbaits and Texas rig were good for us, but for better conditions, I'd say frogs and weightless plastics probably better around those grass beds. But it all looks good. Uh, the habitat's there. We did catch fish, and I'm glad to hear Delacroix making an upswing. How about over in the uh, river basins, uh, both the uh, Mississippi and the Atchafalaya? look like they're kind of low this year. Yeah, believe it or not, the Mississippi's around four foot uh, over there in the basin. It's just about three foot. And so it's been 30 years since it's been like that, which is kind of exciting. It should be a very good summer for Venice. Uh, same story over at the basin. Uh, I think the bigger fish in the basin are coming when they're punching cover and some of these uh, drains that have good hyacinth mats and stuff that's the better fish but overall the, the white perch sockeye goggle eye pigeon areas kind of the hot report they said they're catching plenty just with corks and jigs so i think it's going to be a good summer just, you know it's heating up and you get in some of those moving water areas around points and some drains and you're going to catch fish in both places jeff we were talking about uh aggravating insects and before you go off i want you to tell me what uh, is your vote for the most aggravating but uh, speaking of insects, mayfly hatches on, and, man, that is big time when that happens. Yeah, we had a good trip on the panfish on the pearl last week. Uh, you know, they get on these uh, cypress trees. You'll see them just hanging all over the trees, and they dropping in the water, and the fish are biting on them. We caught a bunch of brim on beetle spins underneath the cypress trees. But, you know, one tip, don't don't beat the cypress trees to knock the mayflies out because there are some big red wasp nests over there so you might get more than what you bargained for but this gets good uh, the, the wind blows it blows the baits on the water and the fish just tear it up but we had white perch red ear goggle eye brim you know they all love the mayflies and hadn't quite started bedding up over there yet but it should be this week to next and you should be able to hit places like the chapunta Lock one, all those areas, uh, shiners under a cork, about six foot lay down for the white perch. Overall, it's good. Uh, it's good fishing, just uh, hopefully keep the rivers clean and down, and should be a good summer. You know, uh, Jeff Robbie was talking about using a sliding cork uh, to avoid getting tangled up on the bottom in saltwater, deep water. It's also an effective tool for freshwater fishing, isn't it? Yeah, so for those white perch, that's what we do. We use a sliding cork because. To me, the big thing is you can change your depth pretty easily you know, without having to re-break the cork. You just slide the bobber stopper up and down. So if you get to a treetop that's in 10-foot of water, you can fish 6, 8-foot down. But if you get the one that's in 4-foot of water, you can slide it up to 2-foot. So it just allows you to change the depth real quick. And sometimes once you find that right depth with that sliding cork, you can just fish it all over and you catch fish everywhere. Jeff, you always got some great tips. Uh, how about one for this week? Yeah, bury the retrieve. It's, it's kind of funny how fishing is. We, we were coming down one of the canals and saw an angler. He was bass fishing, and he, he turned to look at us, and when he did, the bait was right next to the boat. And I guess when he stopped, that frog, that fish come up and hit it because he got all excited and 
ran around the boat and he, he caught, flipped a nice one in. But it's just kind of a reminder that sometimes just stopping or pausing or making it go real fast, you know, a little quick jerk, just the various retrieves will often trigger a bite. That's all you really need to do and pay attention to the surroundings and just see how they want to react to it. Because again, if you sometimes you just stop it over a prime area, that fish will come out and hit it. All right, great report, Jeff. What is the one insect that just bugs you the most? Well, the I have to say those like biting flies, those sand flies that get on your ankles because you, they so you can't hear them, and then all of a sudden you look down and I feel them bite you, and you can't. So I carry flies water in my boat when they get real bad. I'll stand there for a few minutes and kind of clean them off and go. But the the gnats, I can they got this thing called uh, marsh romance. It's really good some of these products and you can kind of keep them off of you pretty good but those flies they seem no matter what you put on you they're going to bite you yeah the sand flies that big old green head when they they'll draw blood on you they're not too uh, pleasant to have around all right jeff thanks for the report we'll catch up with you next time uh enjoy your time out there fishing sound like you're doing good oh having fun thanks don all right that's jeff brule all right here's how it stands right now uh we got two votes for gnats one vote for love bugs i forgot about those one vote for sand flies and one for an ex-husband bugged her the most what insect is the one that you just can't stand might make you leave the fish biting or maybe leave the woods 504-260-1870 text us to us and tell us who you are and where you are this saturday morning and we're back with more of the show going to tell you about an invasive species found in concordia Parish last week back with that right after this pause you're listening to the outdoors with don dubuque radio network yeah we're talking about those aggravating insects uh, which is the one that you just can't stand the worst 504-260-1870 what uh, prompted this discussion was the phenomenon known as midges. We don't see them a lot, but uh, this is the time of the year, particularly if you're crossing some of the bridges over water, particularly the long 24-mile causeway bridge. Uh, There's an algal bloom there right now, which uh, I think enhances the situation. But these little guys, uh, they they stink, number one, but they're, they're just in these huge swarms, and they will... Get on your windshield so bad you can't see it. And if you don't have any water in your windshield wiping uh, re- uh, reservoir, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to have to stick your head out the window to try to see where you're going. Um, they, I, as far as I know, there's certain different types of midges. Some bite, some don't. I don't think these are the biting type, but they will aggravate you by their sheer numbers, kind of like the black love bugs do, too. Anyway, uh, we'll get back to that. And also I'm going to tell you about this northern snakehead fish found here in Louisiana, but first we got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. All right, we have uh, had a, a snakehead, which they're a native fish to Asia, and they've kind of been uh, spreading their, their, their uh, habitat down here towards the south. They started up north, and uh, it's been a while, and there's been one that's been documented to be found up in uh, Concordia. Uh, they're already in other states, and uh, they have found that they, they really are not presenting a, a major impact to the native fish like they might have thought. They don't reproduce like those Asian carp do. Uh, there's 11 other states that they've been reported in, and they believe they got started through fish markets and the aquarium trade, and by now uh, they, they're migrating to Louisiana from either Mississippi or Arkansas. Now, here's something important to know. It's illegal to possess sell 
or transport live snakehead in Louisiana. Uh, if you want to get a look at one, go on my Facebook page. I've got a picture of one there. It's not a very pretty fish, and it gets that name snakehead by the, the head's got those big scales on it. Kind of resembles our bowfin, or shoepick is a more common name, but it's a little different in that it doesn't have the dot on the tail, and uh, the anal fin is, is a lot longer than it is on a shoepick. You'll see a picture on it, and once you see one, you'll be able to recognize them. But if you do uh, catch one or you have information, do not return it to the water. They're asking you to kill it, bag it, freeze it, take some pictures, and contact the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Aquatic Nuisance Species Coordinator. If you go on their website, uh, you'll be able to find that. And also make sure you note the exact, you might even want to drop a pin on the exact location where you catch it. That helps determine the distribution and, and how to control and manage them. The northern snakehead making its entrance into Louisiana. All right, let me get to some of your text messages coming in here. This one says, oh, it's got to be gnats. Gnats are the most aggravating thing in the outdoors, the only other thing that's ever made me leave fish while they're all biting. And here's someone who took video of his rooster. He took video of the snakeheads on Old River. He uh, emailed me the video, so I gave him the email. We'll check it out. And we've got one of our regulars, the backstrap stacker. He's checking in from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, They got their lime out in the cow peas planted last week at the deer camp. Now it's serious fishing time. Uh, Reminder to stay hydrated and stay safe. Yeah, it's going to be a hot one out there. And here's one, uh, no name. It says, the worst bug I ever met was my ex-husband. Understand. And here's Corey in Ponchatoula said it's uh, between the gnats and the love bugs. Can't make a decision. And uh, the backstrap stacker says the bull gnats in early turkey season, they'll ruin a good morning in a few minutes. And we're hearing from uh, the Wyklosky Bridge operator, Butch. He said openings are every hour on the hour except 5.30, 6.30, and 7.30. He's got a job to do, and if you get caught in the rain and you want an early opening, please do not curse me on Marine Radio. I write down all boat numbers, and we will report you. Please be kind to Butch, your friendly bridge operator in Wyklosky. And Robbie in Venetian Isles says uh, it's the horse and the deer flies. For the last two years, they've been unbearable. Used to be just dusk till dawn in May and June. Uh, mostly now it's the whole summer, and it's around the clock. And we're hearing from Justin. He's bass fishing in Bayou Avenue, but he's hoping to get a redfish to weigh it in at the Rummel Rodeo. Look forward to seeing you there, Justin. And here's a vote for the sand flies. Yeah, sand flies, uh, also known as the greenhead flies there. They're a pretty formidable opponent. All right, text is yours, your comments, your questions, your fishing reports. Welcome. We do this every Saturday morning. Uh, put it in your favorite contact list. It's our, our text line, 504-260-1870. We come back after this. We'll get to some more information about some of those upcoming fishing rodeos. We'll tell you all about it right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, uh, have you heard this news about this giant catfish that was caught recently? Nine foot Four inches. <laughs> you heard me right. A nine-foot catfish was caught in a river in Italy. Uh, not the biggest ever caught. There was one in Thailand caught uh, in the Mekong River. Uh, weighed was a little bit longer than that by a couple inches, but it weighed 646 pounds. Didn't think they got a weight on this recent one because uh, it was live release before they could get it to a scale. Anyway, catfishing, uh, I've always said, is probably one of the most underutilized fish species uh, in the south. 
People love to fish for the glamour species, the speckled trout, the bass, the redfish. But the old lowly bottom feeding catfish can be a lot of fun, especially for kids. And if you want to get out and, and, and catch some catfish and you don't have a boat or you've got kids and, you know, you don't want to uh, go through a lot of trouble, go to one of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries stock ponds. They've got some get-out-and-fish ponds. There's 17 of them across the state. They keep them stocked during the spring and summer months with catfish, and then uh, they put the rainbow trout in there in the winter, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, they, they check these places out to make sure they meet the criteria of having ample parking and restroom facilities and uh, physically challenged people can get to them. And I've done a TV show on the Zamari Park over there in Hammond. That's one of them. And i got to tell you, that was some of the quickest, best channel catfishing action I've had in a long time. And it's pretty simple stuff to fish. You bring a, a, a can of earthworms or some of those stink baits, the cheese if you can stand it. Um, you know, shrimp is another thing. And just fish it on the bottom or with a cork, depending on the depth of where you're fishing. And you can expect that you'll catch some of those beautiful Delicious channel catfish. By the way, the state record for Louisiana, in case you're wondering, for a catfish was caught in the Mississippi River, which where most of those big, the biggest blue cats are found in the state, there in the Atchafalaya River. 2014 was the year, and it weighed 114 pounds. Uh, small in comparison to a nine-footer. That, that picture, that fish looked like it was big enough to swallow a human but uh 114 pounds and for the united states uh record the biggest one in the country 143 pounds and that was caught off of bugs island so there you are go get you some catfish fishing rodeos we got some coming up and uh we're going to be talking to some of these rodeo directors in the coming weeks uh, next week we're going to be talking to lynn kiger uh the president and ceo of the lafouche chamber and also uh, Michael, Mike Kale. I met those two guys last week. We were down at Fushon for the media day fishing for the Golden Meadow Fushon Tarpon Rodeo, which is going to be taking place June 29th and July 1st. It's going to be the first rodeo that will be conducting their way in in the brand new pavilion. They've got a rodeo pavilion there, and uh, it's gorgeous. We shot some video of it, and You'll see it on an upcoming Bayou Wild TV program. But go down there for yourself. Check it out. It's at Fushon. And if you want more information on the rodeo, uh, you can just simply Google it. Fushon, and that's spelled like Forshon, F-O-U-R-C-H-O-N, tarpon.com. You can see the rules and get tickets and everything you need to know. Got another rodeo that will be coming up, and we're going to be talking to the director of that one. It's called the Blue Boot Rodeo. This is a a rodeo that raises funds to prevent child drownings. Uh, uh, the, the, the founders of it, uh, Darby and Nicole uh, Bourgeois, uh, they lost a child to drowning, and that motivated them to begin a rodeo, which has become a huge success, and it's called the Blue Boat Rodeo, Blue Boot Rodeo, excuse me, and it's going to be the weekend following the 4th of July. It'll be starting Thursday, July 6th, and it'll run all the way through uh, July 8th, and this one's going to be at the Grand Isle Marina at the Tarpon Pavilion, and uh, they've got all the different categories. They've got bingo, mimosas, they've got uh, scales, live entertainment, full-blown rodeo, and we'll be talking to Darby and Nicole in a couple of weeks. Only $25 to enter it, by the way, and if you're going to be fishing, it's well worth the investment. Another event coming up uh, this coming week, June 14th, 
Uh, the Jean Lafitte Auditorium in Jean Lafitte, uh, the CCA West Bank chapter is having their banquet. And it starts at 6 o'clock. You know all the fun, the auctions, get to tell fishing stories with some of your buddies you may have not seen in a while. That's Again, that's the CCA's West Bank Chapter Banquet, June 14th at the Jean Lafitte Auditorium. That's on City Park Street in the town of Jean Lafitte. And I'm happy to report that the first annual Hogapalooza Hog Tournament that was hosted by the Dubac Deer Factory in Smokehouse is over and, boy, what a success. They had 225 hogs brought in. 6,500 pounds of meat were donated to the surrounding shelters and kitchen. And the uh, Team Andy kind of swept the, the category. They had 143 hogs, which uh, a total weight, now this is uh, dead weight, 8,936.3 pounds, almost 9,000 pounds of pig. Um, they also had the top two heaviest hogs. One weighed 231.4 and 215.7. And uh, Hogapalooza, check it out. If you want to host a tournament with Hunters for the Hungry, that's who sponsors this. You can get uh, t- get in touch with Julie, and they'll help you set one up. It's thehogapalooza.com. All right, we come back from this quick timeout. We're going to get some more of your texts, and also we got some fishing reports coming up. This one from Grand Isle. Captain Darrell Carpenter joins us right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, one of the places with a lot of activity, fishing rodeos and surf fishing and offshore and inshore fishing is Grand Isle. Darrell Carpenter keeps track of what's going on there for us. And, Darrell, to start off, i got two questions for you. Number one, we have a listener that wants to know if you ever did any guiding or chartering out of Dauphin Island. And the other is, what's your worst enemy insect down there? Oh, I, Dolphin Island, no. Uh, South Louisiana is my home. I very rarely leave it. I've never got it anywhere else. Um, worst insect's got to be that gnat. You can defend yourself against everything else, but you just cannot defend yourself against a wintertime gnat. <laughs> yep, they're pretty bad. The only thing you can do is keep putting on some of the amber romance or some of those other uh, insecticides and uh, keep applying it and, and do the best to keep them off of you. Well, how's the fishing been down there? Man, saltwater speckled trout fishing has been off the charts all along the coast. And, you know, we're not getting a really big fish, but to, to get, uh, you know, three six-pound-plus leading fish in the star this early is a pretty good sign. Well, you know, Don, for our estuary, I would have to I would have to be a little contrary to that. I will tell you that, in my opinion, the bay has become the new beach. Um, I mean, every trip we've run, except maybe one lately, we've had at least one or two trout pushing that five-pound mark. And, and we've been fishing up north simply because we've been trying to stay in these, in these wider bays. Earlier this week, we had that three-foot tide range. And I know everybody wants and we need moving water, but it, three foot was just too much. I mean, if you fit, tried to fish anything that bottlenecked that tide, it was just moving too fast. You couldn't, you couldn't present your lures. You eat your Say that I got a horse fly that's trying to eat my nose. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's but, trying uh, to catch up with those gnats and be as aggravating as they are. <laughs> but uh, but man, it, it's been really good on the inside. I mean, you know, yesterday we got lucky. I think everybody kind of put puttered around and stuttered, stuttered a little bit yesterday. We had seventy yesterday. Um, some knotheads mixed in, but a lot of them, you know, we had a lot of eighteen-inch trout mixed in with that, and, and of course we had one that I'm waiting on the scale result. But he's going to be over four pounds. Um, 
you know, and, and so it's just been outstanding. And I mean, it's been mixed everywhere, thank God, because we've been able to spread some of this crowd out, uh, both on the beach, everywhere from Timberlear to, to Empire, and on the on the interior reefs. I mean, we're so sailing now on the inside that, like I said, the the bay is the new beach. Um, you know, a lot of times we wouldn't catch those females full of eggs on the inside. You had to be out there on that beach, but that's changing now. Uh, you know, and I mean, look, it's been, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, it's been so long since we used to fish offshore, but, uh, but I used to have a little saying that it's not wrong until it doesn't work. Um, earlier this week, we, we were running a little bit low on live bait and I'm like, man, I wish I had some green sparkle beetles. I wonder if they would hit them. And, uh, before I changed everything over, I just took, cause we were catching a lot of throwbacks. I just took, I, I had some crappie nibbles, the, the little small one-inch uh, sparkle beetles. I said, before I change everything over to jig heads, let's see if they're even going to hit it. And I put one of those sparkle beetles on the tail hook, just hooked it in the nose like a wacky worm. And I'm going to tell you, all week long, that's what I've been catching my keeper fish on. We went from catching knotheads to catching big ones. So, I mean, they've, they've been here. They've been hungry. They're chasing shrimp everywhere. Um, and, yeah, I'm still battling this horse fly. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh uh, I mean, it's just been outstanding. And, I mean, the, the offshore boats have now been able to get out with the calm weather. And, I mean, the snapper and the cobia are coming in left and right. We, we've got a June heyday going on down here right now. Uh, you know, I did see some kind of a report about a, a problem with the sargazzo grass, too much of it. It was actually uh, clogging up around one of the rig areas out there. Have you encountered any yeah. of that, or is that a little further than well, where you go? No, no, no. We've had uh, we've had some sporadic. Uh, you know, it's, it's the forecast has been that it's coming this way and it's going to affect us. We've had some sporadic patches even on the interior bays, but I understand there is a big slug of it just off the coast headed our way, and you know that's going to present an issue once it gets here and hits the beach. Uh, you know, you can usually get away from it some when you're fishing. You just got to go find a spot where it's where it's lighter coverage, but once it hits that beach, it, it's going to present a cleanup hazard for you know. For the town and everything else, because once once that stuff, once all the animals in that start rotting and dying, when it hits that sand, that's some smelly stuff. Yes, it is. Darrell, what about redfish? I know everybody's kind of focused on the the good speckled trout action there, but if somebody's looking for reds, what would you suggest? There's been redfish on the beach, but also we've been so busy. I've been calling in a lot of my overflow boats from up around the Lafitte area and all, and they're getting reports. The redfish are fairly well up north. I mean, they're they're up in the Little Lake area and points north of there is where the bulk of the redfish have been. Um, we are catching some whenever we result, you know, get back on that beach, but um, particularly around the rocks and stuff in front of Grand Isle. But the bulk of our redfish, now you got to keep in mind, we don't have a whole lot of people chasing them, but the bulk of the redfish I'm getting reports from are further north of, you know, more, more than that halfway point to Lafitte. Well, Dal, sounds like Grand Isle's in good shape, and boy, what a good weekend. It's going to be hot, but uh, got a fairly decent tide range and uh, light winds, and that's kind of what we look for down there. Yeah, uh, we're going to have some moving water. The tide falls off hard tomorrow, so tomorrow we'll do just the opposite. We'll start looking for choke points, something that something that accelerates that tide or, or you know enhances it, and uh, we may get back into passes. We may get back in the areas you know where the the points between the islands and that type of stuff, but. Right now, I'm going back over my reefs and, and going to see if they're there. Of course, uh, I'm usually I'm usually got trout coming over the side by the time we talk, but that brown water attacked them again last night, so I, I'm not even there yet. 
All right. Well, get on the way, and uh, we'll find out how you did next week. In the meantime, if somebody wants to book a trip down there for the summertime, uh, tell them how to get you. Got you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. What's your site and phone number? Yeah, you can find me at RealScreamers.com or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. Stay away from that brown water in the gnats and, and kill that horsefly. Get him out of you, the way, if you, man. If you come into Grand Isle to fish, make sure you've got a couple of fly swatters on the boat. The horsefly has <laughs> bred twice this year. There you go. Thanks, Daryl. Have fun, my boy. Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. There he goes. All right, we come back after the top of the hour break. We're going to start off with David Cresson, get a legislative update, also talk about a reef dedication, Gallo, Mojaverock, and Lambert, too. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 